What is going on? We are live on Facebook right now. We are live on the Big Red Express podcast page. Hope you guys are all doing well. Robbie from the Big Red Express hanging out with you today. Again, what a day it was yesterday. Day number two of the CrossFit Games. And there was really only two stories. The men led by dominance continued by Matthew Frazier and the women, dominance continued by Tia Claire Toomey. That's right. Four events, four clean sweeps for Matt Fraser and Tia Claire Toomey. And it's getting to the point where I, I really don't know how how to react in a, in a positive way because it's kind of getting boring. And, and I'm just going to be straight up with all of you. Watching the CrossFit Games this year, has been sort of a boring task. And I'm not saying that I'm not enjoying the dominance being put out. It's impressive. There's no denying that Matt Frazier and T. Claire Toomey are two of the best athletes to ever compete at the CrossFit Games. We're going to get into the Rich Froning Matt Frazier comparison in just a little bit after we kind of recap day number two. But day number two, it started out with a very good test of fitness, toes to bar and lunges. Um, a very quick workout. It was about three to four minutes long. The second workout of the day was the snatch speed ladder, um, which had three rounds, five, four, and three athletes per round. And honestly, it was kind of interesting to see how that went. And honestly, I... I those events are really pump me up normally in years past. It's really easy to get into those events because the crowd is loud. The athletes are loud. They're getting pumped. There's music. This year, I just didn't feel it. I didn't feel the energy that I wanted to in a heavy lifting event. The bike repeater, probably the most exciting event all day long. It was the closest. To the toast to bar lunges was a very good workout, a very close workout pretty much for both sides. The bike repeater was a fun workout. It was a longer workout. I loved how they incorporated some fans outside the facility. Um, whether you want to say or have any problems about them not being really socially distant while they were out there and they were kind of right outside the fence. And again, they were, uh, that's another a conversation for another day, but the, it was very cool. And it made a lot of difference in my viewing of the event to have some fans there cheering on um, the athletes, there are people there. I'm sure there's a lot of staff going into it. There are coaches and that's what I really haven't gotten much of in terms of the CrossFit games this year. You haven't really gotten much, uh, crowd noise. You haven't really gotten much music. It's been a lot of quietness. Um, and a lot of kind of just like, okay, you're just watching people work out with some commentators in the background. And the commentators have been good. I'm, I'm friends with Bill, Sean and Chase. And Nikki, they've all been fantastic. I would love for them to talk about some of the other athletes other than Matt Frazier and Tia Claire Toomey, but that's just a personal preference. I understand they are in the lead, but I think it would make for a lot more interesting viewing pleasure if you kind of took them, um, if you kind of gave us the stories about two through five, because obviously that's the race now. The, the point spread for the men, 875 for Matt. The next closest is 440. And that's Jeff Lee Adler, who had a very impressive day number two. He started with a fifth, a fifth place finish in the toast to bar lunge and then turned it around a second, a second and a third. Adler moved his way. I believe he was in last place at the start of day one um, or at the start of day two. 
and now he's in second place. Second through fifth. That podium is wide open. Minus first. Same for the thing for the women. It's very impressive. I think the races are even more interesting in from second through fifth than it is from first through fifth. Because obviously Tia Claire Toomey has a 300 or 290 point lead over Katrin David's daughter. But after that, the race is very tight. There's only 80 points spread between Brooke Wells and Katrin David's daughter from fifth to second. The women all over the place in day number two, other than Tia dominating everyone else. The most consistent person was Katrin didn't have a foot, did not get a last place finish. Um, Carrie Pierce didn't get a last place finish as well. Haley Adams struggled in day number two. Haley Adams, that's going to be one of the biggest, uh, I think, storylines going into the final day. Can she work her way up back into that second place position? She's a bright young talent. She is going to be a future CrossFit Games athlete. I'm saying it. I think it's true. But she has a lot to work on in terms of the strength. Some of the quicker events, kind of not her style. And obviously, some of the other things as well. Did very well and uh, kind of came from behind. Kind of came out of nowhere in the bike repeater. Um, so it was very good to see her uh, complete with that. Brooke Wells, it's hard to watch. She is trying so hard. And she did had a third place finish, a second place finish. And then another fifth place finish in the bike repeater. And it's it's hard to watch when there's only five athletes because it seems like there's four athletes and then there's always one, both in the men and the women, that are kind of the outliners for every event. And it's just not that exciting, to, in my opinion. It's not that exciting to watch the other person kind of bring up the rear and struggle literally the entire time. But that's kind of where we go from there. Got another busy day today. Um, I believe there's only been two events that have been announced. I'm sure there will be a couple more events that they're going to throw at them. The sled, uh, the sprint, sled sprint. Um, so that's going to be a fun one, I think. Um, I know Catherine's very good at sleds. Uh, so just her ways to solidify her second place. And then at Atlanta, where CrossFit Games and Dave Castro has said it's going to be the hardest test in CrossFit Games history. And I really hope it is. I hope it's exciting to watch. Again, the race is between second, third, fourth, and fifth. I'm pretty sure Tia Claire Toomey and Matt Frazier could sit out today and still win the CrossFit Games. Maybe not. I don't know. It would be close. They could get last place, I'm pretty sure, in every event, and it still wouldn't matter. That being said... The conversation that we're going to go into now, and like I said, I, I'm going to let's let's talk about the events real quick. Was a big fan of the toast to bar lunges, very dominant on both sides. I don't know if anybody else cringed when that video of Chandler Smith was being shown, and he kind of slipped and did the splits with the lunges. I about I shivered. I thought, holy crap, he just tore his groin. He te- he he was okay. Chandler Smith on commentary with Nicky Brazer, two of the best people in the business. And that's more commentary than I think we need. I would love to see more CrossFit Games athletes kind of transition to the role of color commentator. Nothing against Bill Grumman. 
Nothing against Chase Ingram. He's been in the games before as a team. And nothing against Bill Grungler. He's one of the best Masters athletes of all time. So they've got that experience. I would love to see more. And and I'm the last person that says, hey, I want to take athletes after they've um, retired. And I want them to come into the role of color commentary. I hate when they do that with sports. Because I think that takes, as someone that's a broadcasting major, who's somebody that loves this business of broadcasting, it's very hard for me to see, hey... What's up? It's hard for me to be like, oh, you're taking a job away from somebody who's actually worked for it when you just had to be good at the sport, which, again, that's working for it. I'm not saying. But just in the broadcast, it's it's a rant that I could go on forever. I'm not going to right now. But having said that, I would love to see more and more retired athletes, quote-unquote, or previous athletes come into the broadcast booth and give their insight, even if it's just a demo team member, giving their insight on the workout they just did because they can give you insights on the workout and on the trail and all that stuff that maybe some people don't know. And I'm not saying that none of the co- all the commentators are great at what they do. Again, I'm really good friends with everybody on that commentating booth. All the MCs, good friends with them. And it's been very cool to see... How well, they haven't really had much to work with, let's be honest. There really hasn't been much to deal with, and they're trying to put out a product that's going to be somewhat entertaining with a two-man race. With T. Claire, with Toomey and Frazier in the lead pretty much since day number one, since the first event. So, they're trying to make, you know, chicken salad out of chicken legs, and they're they're doing a good job. But I think the race needs to be focused more on second through fifth, and both the men and the women on day number three. Again, I know the story is, oh, it's a four-peat for, for T. Claire Toomey or a three-peat. It's a, um, a four-peat. Yeah, four-peat. And that's a five-peat for Frazier, the most ever in a row. Again, we'll get into that in just a minute. But I think the story really needs to be told second through fifth. And they have been doing a decent job of, of highlighting some of the, the athletes. I think it's also hard when there's so much dominance and you want to kind of get to everybody. I get that. The, the, the workouts have been good. I haven't had any problems with the programming. Um, I li- like I said, I thought the bike repeater was very unique. No technical issues on that. I thought the snatch speed triple could have been executed a little bit better. But again, I'm nitpicking. I think the programming so far has been incredible. Obviously, in ideal situations, there would be a loud crowd around all these events, and it would make it more exciting to watch. I'm sure it's it's fun and exci- exciting being on st- or being on location, but it's kind of hard to see that on the TV when you're trying to experience the whole atmosphere of the CrossFit Games. You're not getting that this year, but again, it's not an ideal year. This is not this is not an ideal game. So they're doing what the best with what they have. Unfortunately, the race isn't closer than I think it would be with maybe 20 or 30 athletes altogether. But again, that's not possible. That's the the that's the the, the hand that 2020 has dealt us. They are doing the best with what they've got with one more day of competition. So let's get into the conversation that I want to talk about. And that is, I've been seeing a lot of things on Reddit and Twitter and Instagram about how now Matt Frazier is the greatest of all. He is the Michael Jordan of CrossFit. Yes, 
I agree he is one of the greatest of all time. Yes, I agree that he is one of the best to ever do it. Do I think he's Michael Jordan-esque? I don't know if he's the greatest of all time. It is so hard to tell because he has lost twice to Rich Froning. Yes, he lost to Rich, and then he lost to Ben, and then he hasn't lost since. And it's one of those things where it's very difficult for me as a fan to be like, okay, he's more like LeBron James than he is Michael Jordan. And that's that may be a very, very controversial statement. I think Rich is the greatest of all time. He's gone to do team. He has dominated in team. And, and, and that's that. Matt Frazier lost his first two, hasn't lost since, has been dominant. You could he say he has been the dominant athlete for the fast for the fast past five years in the world of CrossFit. You look back and it's so hard to, to take that, but I think the it's the comparison that I think most fits this situation because there's an obvious one and there's obviously an and an obvious one A or one B. There's an, a one A and a one B. Rich Froning and Matt Frazier. You could see everything that you need to right in front of you. And I honestly think that Matt Frazier leans a little bit toward the LeBron James more than the Michael Jordan. Yes, he's great. I'm not saying he's not the greatest of all time. It's hard. They're both the greatest of all time. They were both in different eras of CrossFit. CrossFit has evolved so much now than when Rich won his four in a row. But saying that, Matt got second to Rich in 2014. He got second to Ben in 2015. He has not lost since 2016. It's a it's an impressive run. But again, think about what he has had to do over the last couple of years to keep up that training. He has uprooted his life and surrounded himself with the best athletes in the world. T. Claire Toomey did the exact same thing. She moved to Cooksville as well. She started training with the Mayhem crew. She started training with Frazier. These athletes stick together. And I'm not saying they're super. It would be one thing if Frazier wanted to get rich and himself and T. Claire Toomey and Haley Adams all on a team and complete for the CrossFit Games. Wow. That would be the all-star team of all all-star teams. But think about LeBron James's career. He has moved around to different teams to try to get championships. Matt had those championships before he moved. He's just adding on to those while he's moving. LeBron James got that cha- could not get that championship in Cleveland, went to Miami with a quote-unquote super team, won. Again, the, the conversation is very hard to have when it's uh, the comparison of sports, but I think it's the best comparison that we can have right this moment. I do believe that Matt Frazier is one of the greatest CrossFit athletes to ever walk the planet Earth. But I think that Rich Froning is also one of the greatest CrossFit athletes to ever cross and ever enter the planet Earth. 1,000%. I think it's a 1A, 1B situation. I think right behind him, you got Ben Smith, you got Kalipa, you got the Baileys of the world. You got those athletes that are still making their names known. Vellner, Fikowski, there's so many athletes that you could put on that list. But when it comes to the greatest of all time, 
1A, 1B, Rich Froning, Matt Frazier. That's my decision. That's my thoughts about it. I really do believe that Matt Frazier is one of the greatest of all time. Again, it's hard to have the conversation because Rich decided to retire from individual at his prime and decided to go team because he just didn't want any more. Who knows how many more times Rich could have won the CrossFit Games. We don't know. We will never know. He's focused a lot more on his family, a lot more on the team competition, and that's the way he decided to go. We don't know how many times that Matt Frazier would have lost to Rich Froning in years after. We just don't know. We don't know if LeBron James would ever have beaten a Michael Jordan Bulls team. We don't know they never played against each other. That's the mystery, but that's the greatness of those kind of things. We are living in a time where we have seen over the last decade two of the greatest athletes of all time coming to this sport. Rich Froning, Matt Frazier. It is impressive. Ben Smith's been there the entire time. That's what I think. It's, this is the first time Ben Smith is missing a CrossFit Games in over 10 years. Think about that. He made it to 10 straight CrossFit Games from, I believe, 2009 to 2019. I believe he was at every single Games during those years. That's impressive. I'm excited to see what happens on day three. I hope things get a little bit crazy. I hope things get shook up. I hope we get more than just two events today. But if that's all we get, congratulations to Tia Claire Toomey and Matt Frazier. I could probably say that. Congratulations to them, even if we have more than two events. Because it's theirs to lose unless they drop out, unless they get disqualified, unless they get tested positive for drugs. It is 100% a done deal that Toomey and Frazier will repeat once again as the CrossFit Games champion. Guys, thanks so much for listening and hearing me this morning on a Sunday morning. It is day number three of the CrossFit Games. Day two was a success. It was complete dominance by the top two athletes in the world, Toomey and Frazier. What does day three have in store? Sprint, sled, sprint in Atlanta. Atlanta. It's coming up later on today. Thanks so much. Who do you think is going to pull out the podium? We're still looking for second and third. It's a tight race on both sides. Who you got? Let me know down below in the comments, and we'll talk to you soon. Big Red signing out. Later.